Oh, hello. Welcome to the Burt Locker Fights in 15. Uh, we've got, uh, I don't even, I think it's UFC Vegas 46. I, I don't know. It's headlined by Derek Lewis and Chris Dukorkas. Uh, I always say Dukorkas. It's Dorcas. Chris Dorcas. And his brother is Kyle. I get them mixed up all the time. Like, there's two brothers. One's a middleweight, one's a heavyweight. The heavyweight seems to be having more success. But anyway, this is actually a pretty good night of fights. I think it's the closing... I think it's the last card before Christmas. It might be before the new year. But anyway, what I like to do, if you're new to this, is I put down some terrible bets. But what I do is... I, I, they're not terrible bets. They are terrible bets. Anytime you're betting on mixed martial arts, if you're trying to make a living of betting on mixed martial arts, you're a mug. It's too unpredictable for that shit. I mean, if you want to make money from gambling in general, what you need to do is have really high capital, bet on the favourites every single time, and you will get banned from every betting site in the world because they want to make money off you. Like, that's the... The long and short of it. But what I like to do is try and find some fun bets to put down where there's some value in the odds at the very least and identify some fights uh, that are perhaps flying under the radar that have the potential to be really good or there's some interesting features to them. So anyway, without further ado, let's do the Burt Locker fights in 15 for UFC Vegas Lewis versus Dorcas. So <laughs> So, we'll start off in the 155-pound lightweight division. Now, we've got Jordan Leavitt taking on Matt Sales. They call him, I, they call him Levitt. I call him Leavitt. I don't know. For me, it says Leavitt, so I'm going to say Leavitt. And uh, anyway, Leavitt let me down last time he fought, so I am going to double down. I am doubling down because... I think he's pretty good. He's very good on the ground, especially. I mean, that, that, it was just that slam of, uh, of Matt Wyman that I just I, I thought it was unbelievable. That's what really brought Leavitt to my attention. And also, I think that Leavitt might be a serial killer. Just take a look at the guy's mannerisms, especially after, like, he wins fights and things like that. He's almost too nice. He's definitely... I think he's got some heads in his freezer, right? Because he's also pretty good at submissions as well. So he can, he can take he, he can take someone's head off with a with a choke or whatever else. But I think he I think he legitimately strangles prostitutes and um, and keeps them in freezers. I, I mean I have no evidence for this, and uh, it's not an accusation by the way. Like I'm I'm just having a bit of fun. I'm sure he's a lovely guy, but I just he has a certain serial killer kind of vibe to him, which is not which is not. A bad thing for uh, for somebody who's a cage fighter. Do you know what I mean? I'd be terrified of him. Uh, you know, he's got he has got five submissions on his record. Uh, he's still fairly new to um, to mixed martial arts, so having the five submissions there already is pretty good. So now his opponent Sales did beat Christina Aguilera at CFFC 64. No, Christi Christian Aguilera. My apologies. <laughs> oh, I thought he was just beating the crap out of. Um, out of old pop stars. Well, not old pop stars. She's not old. She's still hot as hell. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want to see her fighting. And um, yeah, I'm glad that Sales didn't. Glad that Sales didn't fight her. That would be, that'd be bad. Uh, Sales did get, then get submitted by Bryce Mitchell. Uh, there's no shame in that. Bryce Mitchell's very, very good on the ground, isn't he? he did, he's the one that did that twister. That kind of redneck guy who, does, who likes all those kind of outlandish submissions. So look, I am going to go with Jordan Leavitt in this one. Purely because, look. Sales, sales is obviously, you know, good in his own right. But 
I just think that leave it when he gets the fights to the ground. He's he's very good at getting submissions. He's really really good. He's quite slick on the ground, and I feel like Sales has already shown that he can be taken down and submitted. You know, in his last fight, so I am going to double down. Even though leave it, let me down last time by dropping that decision. Uh, I do just think that the serial killer is going to get the choke on this one, and that is coming in at plus three. So you're getting two to one on that. Uh, I'm going to bang that on the bet slip. And uh, we'll see how that goes out. And just a quick shout out for another good fight that is on the uh, the prelims. Uh, Justin Taffer against uh, Hunsucker should be a really good fight. Heavy guys, heavy hands, and that is what she said. And uh, yeah, they're, they're gonna they're they're gonna have a. It should be a fun scrap that one. So I, I would I would definitely recommend. Uh, tuning into that one. So then the next one I'm betting on is Cub Swanson is uh, is still around. He's still there. See, the thing is, he's not even... He, I mean, he is quite old, but he's not that old. Like he's, I, I thought he was older than he is. But um, now you've got Darren Elkins there, who who either looks like he's sneezing or just trying not to come. <laughs> that is the facial expression there. Come on, tell me, tell me it ain't. Honestly, let me know in the comments. Like, what's he doing? Is he holding in a sneeze or is he trying not to come? Darren Elkins. Beautiful. Anyway... Uh, I think the Cub Swanson's still got it, honestly. Don't get me wrong, his, his loss, he has got his share of losses, but they're deceptive. Look, you've got Shane Burgos, Brian Ortega. Come on, the last one to Giga Chikadze. Giga Chikadze could very well be a champion in the very near future. Honestly, he's that good. He is so bloody good. And, yeah, there's no shame in any of those losses, but put him in as someone who's not at the tippy-tippy top. And Cub Swanson generally still gets the win. And honestly, I don't put Elkins in that tippy-tippy top. Elkins is good, don't get me wrong. I do like the damage. He's a good fighter. But no, he's not at the tippy-tippy top in terms of being an elite like UFC fighter. Uh, they're only one year apart age-wise. So uh, Cub is the elder man just by one year. I think he's like 38 and Elkins is 37. And look, Cub should have the edge in every area in this one, really. Do you know what I mean? He's he is the black belt to to um, Elkins's uh, brown belt, which is a big kind of difference. Uh, you know, it, Cub Swanson, he's probably slightly quicker. He he probably has slightly better striking. Uh, and uh, Elkins is Elkins. The the X factor here is Elkins is just very durable. He's an extremely durable fighter. Will Cub Swanson be able to put him away? I don't think so. I think that Elkins will get outpointed over the, over three rounds here, and that's where my, where my money is going because it's going the distance. Cub Swanson is good enough to outpoint anybody over three rounds. It's, uh, well, not like I said, it's just anybody in that kind of category of fighter. I don't put he, Elkins is good, very very good, but he's not like in the elite level. I just, I don't think that he's got enough to outpoint. Cub Swanson over three rounds. I think it will go the other way. I think it's going to be a Cub Swanson decision on that one. 2.50. That is going on the bet slip. Terrible bet. And uh, just uh, just FYI, I will be doing a breakdown. Obviously, Derek Lewis and Chris Dorcas, the big heavyweight fight. But that is going to be on my Patreon. So head on over to there. Check out the main event breakdown. Anyway. Stephen Thompson versus Bilal Muhammad, uh, £170. This one's the co-main event. It's an interesting matchup, this, to be fair. Now, Thompson's bouncing back from that loss from Gilbert Burns. It was, an int it was interesting that Burns was able to take Thompson down. That's a possible uh, thing that, that Bilal will try and exploit in this one because, you know, you, you need... I don't think that Bilal Muhammad is going to be outpointing uh, Stephen Thompson 
kind of a stand-up contest. I really don't. I just don't see that. Technically, Bilal is on a six-fight no-lose streak. The no contest against Edwards. He was losing that fight, though. Edwards was piecing him up. And I would just say that, look, if Edwards was causing him that many problems on the feet, then I think that Stephen Thompson is going to cause him all those same problems and then some. Uh, now... Thompson, he's got the reach and he's, he's got the speed. He's just very elusive. He's very good at hitting and not getting hit. I don't think Bilal Muhammad's going to be um, the guy to just to take him to the ground. Maybe he is. It might be part of his strategy to actually ground Stephen Thompson and try and get the win that way by hook or by crook. But for me personally, I think that Thompson bounces back from his loss to Gilbert Burns. I think that over three rounds, um, Thompson, it's almost always a decision. In fact, he hasn't had a finish since Hendricks in 2016. So Stephen Thompson, I, I favour him to win this fight. And if Stephen Thompson is winning a fight, it is almost certainly by submission when you're looking at the numbers. That's why the odds on it are so terrible, to be fair. 1.91, that is terrible. That is absolutely terrible. So yeah, my main, my acker for that one is going to be like, is going to have the uh, Derek Lewis knockout on there as well. But I'm going to break down why I think that in my Patreon episode, which is exclusive to the Patreon. So do go and check that out. Uh, so my, my accumulator is, leave it to get the submission, uh, Elkins, uh, Cub Swanson to win the decision, Stephen Thompson to win the decision, and Derek Lewis to get the knockout. That is 35.80. That is a terrible bet. Absolutely awful. So anyway, I'm going to go break down the main event. That is over on the Patreon. So switch over to the page now, and I will see you there. Right, Derek Lewis versus Chris Dorcas, £265. This is a hell of a main event. This is this is a really fun one. I mean, the thing is, it's like, I, I kind of, I kind of missed this one. There's, there's all you know the craziness over Poirier and Oliveira and everything that all looking at this one kind of flew under the radar somewhat because Chris Dorcas has been so good. He's crazy good. I mean, when you watch watched him against um, oh, Abdul, oh, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, he's like a Russian cat. He was a master of kickboxing in 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 uh, in, in Russia. So. The guy that he just beat is really good. I forget his name. I do apologise. But it's, uh, yeah, it was Abdul Akmar something. Anyway, Dorcas looked really good in that. And I actually picked against Dorcas in that fight because I thought that the kickboxing would have would have caused him more problems. But Dorcas, what's, what's strange about Dorcas is that he's so quick. For a heavyweight, he is mega fast. Like, his hand speed is kind of ridiculous and he's able and his footwork's pretty good as well he just, he just seems to be able to get in and out and just blast people and he's got some sickening power like some deceptive power it's like when he hits people they're like whoa okay whoa 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 is it it's a deceptive power in a similar way to Jamal Hill at light heavyweight. Jamal Hill has that kind of deceptive power where it doesn't even look like he's hitting them hard. But you see the people's reaction to it and they're like, whoa, ow, ow, oh, hang on, whoa, whoa, and then they're down. And it's a similar thing with Chris Dorcas, right? But one thing we have to acknowledge here is that Derek Lewis, that's a real big jump in competition for Dorcas. He has not fought anybody that's on Derek Lewis's like level like Derek Lewis he's in the upper echelons of that heavyweight division there is a good reason for that because he's bloody good it's not like whilst Derek Lewis might not be the most technically pretty fighter in the world right he's not he's old school he really is like his his the Derek Lewis is a dying breed of fighter and I think we we, we have to make the most of guys like Derek Lewis whilst they're still around because 
he's just one of those guys that he is a real fighter. You wouldn't want to fuck with Derek Lewis. He's the baddest man at the barbecue. Like, honestly. Like, he hits so hard and he's just got a propensity towards violence. And he just, and he's he's just so good, like, with his hands. Like, you cannot count that man out. And I feel like that's what the bookies are doing in this one. Now, obviously, Derek Lewis is coming off that loss to Cyril Garn. That wasn't a big shock, honestly, because, like, Cyril Garn might well be the best in the division. Like, we're going to find out against France Ngannou pretty soon. But Cyril Garn might well be the best heavyweight in that division because he's just so quick and he offers things that nobody else does. And he just, you know, he was just able to beat Derek Lewis to the punch and just got the finish. And that, and there is no shame in Derek Lewis for losing that one. Now, but Derek Lewis, he has been in the top of that division for so long, knocking people out, just knocking people out all over the place. When he starched fucking Alexander Volkov, like after kind of just getting beaten up for three rounds, and then literally he's only one punch away, bang, just over the top, bang. Lights out, done, done ski. Uh, same with Travis Brown. He took that, that shot to the midsection and just kind of doubled over, but it was almost like he was playing a bit of playing possum a little bit. Just lured like Travis Brown in and then smacked him and then just knocked him out. And he is he's craftier than he likes to let on. He's actually quite a clever fighter. He will lure people in to fighting at his pace, to fighting this slow, lumbering pace, and then all of a sudden, bang, he explodes. And when he does that, he's very fast in his own right. He might not be dancing around and using like footwork in and out like Chris Dorcas and like Cyril Garns, right? But his hand speed is deceptively fast, and that's how he catches people. People, th like the guys he's fighting, think, oh, he's too slow. I can, I can get out of the way of anything he throws if I need to. But then all of a sudden, it's just like he's going one pace, going one pace, bang, and he switches the pace. He switches the pace very quickly and very violently, and that's how I think... Derek Lewis is going to catch Chris Dorcas. Don't get me wrong. I would never dream of counting Chris Dorcas out of this fight because Chris Dorcas has shown that he is extremely good. But this is a very big jump up in competition. When you look at it here, look, Dorcas has 11 of 12 wins by KO. That's really, really impressive. But he only has four UFC fights. Derek Lewis has 20 of 25 wins by knockout. 12 knockouts in the UFC alone. That is incredible to be knocking out ufc level competition at that kind of staggering rate is ridiculous right so people don't give Derek lewis the cre like enough credit like he gets a lot of credit i think he get i think he should get more credit i think that he's actually craftier than people think he is he he does set traps he does set traps by lulling people into this kind of like slow monotonous pace and then bang, he'll catch her. He'll throw one over the top that's twice as fast as the ones that he has been throwing and all of a sudden you're staring up at the lights. That's what I think this is, uh, that's where I think this one is going. And um, the thing is the bookies, they're, like, they're kind of counting Derek Lewis out of this one. Not, it's not horrendous line, but I'd, I thought Derek Lewis might have been the favorite going into this, honestly, but because like I said, as good as as good as Dorcas is, he's not fought anybody on the level of Derek Lewis yet. And we'll find out how good Dorcas is. If Dorcas can starch Derek Lewis, that is huge. That is a huge feather in his cap. And it might happen. It really might. But my money 
is going on Derek Lewis as the underdog here. You're getting the knockout at 2.50. So when you put that on the accumulator that I've been putting together throughout this video, it's Jordan Leavitt for, by submission. You've got Cub Swanson by decision, Stephen Thompson by decision, and the big man, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, to get the knockout 2.50. And that is accumulator of 35 0.80 which is a terrible bet don't touch that with a barge pole that is, that is going that, there's a reason they put the odds up that high on the accumulators because something always falls out but it's going to be a fun one to watch i'm really looking forward to this fight card and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how these bets pan out. I'll be doing a kind of bet review recap of this event on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. And thank you for all the support. Thank you for subscribing to the Patreon if you're watching this video. And I'll, and yeah, until next time, keep those odds long and those bets terrible.